0: Two mini tic tacs in the town. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the three thirty eight starting time. Please welcome from Toronto, Ontario, Canada Matthew Wiley. Play away, please. I don't know, I don't I don't know if we that wasn't a great pod, was it? Should you wanna run it back? Mom. Golflandia 225, or Sportlandia One, however you want to look at it. Not sure if I've made the conversion to Sportlandia just yet. I have a lot of attachment to Golflandia, but we'll see. I did put a, a the new logo for Sportlandia out on Twitter, and I there's a an NHL player as. The One of the letters, much like Rory was for Golflandia in the sketch. And I asked people to guess who it was. The problem was, what I realized now, what what someone told me on Twitter, I think it was Rifo, was that my graphic designer didn't, it made it look like the stick was facing left, like he was a lefty. But it's actually a righty. And I think it threw a lot of people off. Is it a no contest? I don't know. Is it a, a DraftKings duel refund? I don't know. But I do have a winner for the ice maker. And it's a banger of an ice maker. And I'll say who the winner is somewhere in the middle of the podcast so it holds you to listening to this. So Tom Brady retired today. This is a Sportlandia topic. And I'm not, I, it's not new news. I'm just saying I superimposed his video with a tweet about Me retiring from the NBA DFS, which I probably should, but, um, we're going to keep on plugging with that. Even though Alex Caruso owns my life, Chicago Bulls guard probably should know that, (laughs) um, But in in terms of Tom Brady's retirement, I said I will only – because once he tweeted that, everyone on Twitter regurgitated it, everyone, within an instant. And I said the only – I will only believe this news about Tom Brady once my local news station tweets it, (laughs) LEX18, because you know they're always on the scene. (laughs) Sure enough, they did. Good old local news, keeping me up to date on current events. Local news, good for two things. What? Death counts, (laughs) death counts and murders, and pet stories. That's it. Today's news, local Pizza Hut exploded. And Robbie... The ambidextrous parrot got a new pair of socks. he's strutting his stuff into the new year. (laughs) Way to go, Robbie. That legitimately could be a story today. Um, Other news. Oh, the Homa tweet. Yes, the Homa tweet. So I tweet, and I've been workshopping this for a while because if you look at Homa, Max Homa, who won last week, he owes me this, by the way. if you look at him when he's playing in between holes, he has this look of focus or I guess mental alignment where he never sort of breaks out of his current emotional state. And, but the look he gives and my tweet was that Max Homa always looks like he's trying to remember where he left his keys because that's what he looks like. And, um, And I I tweeted that and I sent it to him because we're buds on Twitter. Flex. And he agreed. He laughed and he said it's totally true. And I said, please smash me on Twitter. And I had to ask him twice to do that. So I authorized him to do it and encouraged it. So I go to sleep early, of course, and I wake up to about what, fifteen thousand notifications, and I saw his reply. And it was pretty, he cut pretty deep, but it was good, so to all the you've been burned bros out there who tweeted at me or stick to being a keyboard warrior stuff it was it was authorized by me to the Maxoma Inc corporation. but his engagement is insane. If you look at his following, I think he's a half a million followers, which will be growing i don't think he's on un- i think he's touchable in golf uh maybe tiger, but if you look at pound for pound look at look at look at a Kourtney Kardashian for instance twenty thirty million followers she gets a hundred likes on something. this reply to me got is still going after a week it's got twenty thousand likes millions of impressions so i'm a owed pip money for that. And I'm owed for pushing him to victory because, listen, this is the butterfly effect. Had I don't think he would have won had that tweet not happened. So, there you go. And Max, you know, he's probably the most popular guy on tour now and one of the best golfers on tour, on the tour. And he kind of started out as the I don't care about your fantasy team guy. And, you know, I think that the community and you know i think that's why he started following me because we talked about it is that there's probably a good chunk of audience here that you you probably want them to rally behind you and boy have they oh my god i don't there's no one more popular or loved and deservedly so i mean he's awesome and he knows how to be funny so he is a rare commodity for the pga tour tell you what he's the best Um, so if you look at that engagement and I tweeted about Bubba, you know, saying Bubba Watson saying that, uh, that Bubba saying that, you know, young people, 10 year olds specifically, because now that's the reason why he joined live will flock to the live tour because of the team concept, because the teams are like the New York Yankees, um, and that you know tweet got well his, his tour gets no engagement first of all but his his contention now is that he thinks teams are the key okay um i don't i don't think and my tweet about it was i don't think that i don't think that bubba watson now teamed with uh what james Piot or what's his name? Turk Pettit is going to now drop. That's what kids were waiting for to put it, be put on a farcical team, kind of a ridiculously named team. And so the people that believe that who are replying to me, I mean, what is the evidence that this team concept after almost a year has had any impact? Any following on Twitter Any engagement on social media with them? Ever see a kid wearing a hat? Ever see a kid? You want the measuring stick for if kids are engaged with your product? TikTok. See the kids making four aces TikToks. They fired their whole leadership crew, did they not, for their franchises? Doesn't seem like it's going well. So now on worldwide streaming YouTube, which you had, which you had these kids to sort of fall in love with these teams, now you want them to download the CW app? I mean, I just think that this week the push to their team, their players, including Brooks, etc was push these teams cuz Brooks is talking about smash and Bubba's talking about his four aces. That's the that's the MO from the Saudis. We're not talking about it enough. So that's it. And you know Phil's tweeting at 4 a.m. about caring now about equal pay for women golfers. Okay, have at it. But um, you know, I I just don't see young people backing teams that have been around for a year in golf with players they don't really care about on a tour that's not really loved who their goal is chasing millions of dollars each week. I don't think this generation of kids is going to rally behind that. I'm just saying. I mean, there's going to be a huge drop-off in luxury items and money and status with this next generation, if, you know, my kids' ilk or any indication. Fine dining, fine meats, steak, <laughs> red meat, a lot of booze, booze in general, luxury items, watches, status chasing. It's going to drop off a cliff. They don't care. So if 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 you think my kids care about the four aces and Bubba Watson chasing millions of dollars in Saudi Arabia, <laughs> you gotta be kidding. Uh, hey, go download the CW app. I can't pull them away from it. Real drama, though. If you want real drama from a live player, Patrick Reed, Reed Rory, that was real drama. Must see TV. Must see pairing. At the DP World Tour event in Dubai, real tension, real drama. That that you know Tiger created that, And filled it too for what thirty years, twenty five years, and that's why everyone tuned in. So that's in, that was interesting. Helpful tip in golf. Now we're going to Pebble Beach, but never play M G Duffy. M G Duffy, Duffy, Duffy. In high stakes, anything. That was my mistake last week. I'm not sure why I did that. But there's your helpful tip of the week. But Pebble Beach on DeGolf, Pebble Beach. And this field, you know, it's sort of uh, unfortunate how weak relative to, you know, upcoming featured events, elevated events, this field is. Because this, I mean, this is a fun event. This course is super cool. Um, had some super memorable moments here in the past. I mean, the pro am is a drag. These are 6-hour rounds sometimes. It's it's long and it does affect play. But here are my notes. I'm just going to rip through these. So, things could have changed, so for you people who are very invested in golf architecture or details, <laughs> I apologize for the upcoming Uh, Monterey and Spygrass, overall easy, can play well or eject. That's a contradiction. Uh, Course history reigns, yes, that's true. Really good wedge players and putters. Uh, Green, small, firm and fast, windy and cool, par 5 scores, scrambling POA, putting. Course history matters, I'm a truther. Streelman is a must play, lock that one in. Kevin Streelman. He plays with Larry Fitzgerald and they dominate, except miscut last year. But overall they dominate. Larry Fitzgerald is a big dude, by the way. Who else do I like? Day, not playing, Phil, by and Nick Taylor. Uh, 40 mile an hour wind gusts at times. Back nine Sunday could be torture playing shots into that headwind. That's true, so check the wind. Um, green, some of the most difficult to putt on tour. They get ragged with the Pro-Am. Course fairly easy without the wind. I think I've said that over and over again. Green slope back to front, some of the smallest and toughest. Um, like like Farmers, Torrey Pines, some of the shortest putts will get missed. Tons of bunkers, six-hour rounds with Macklemore, Macklemore. Short hitter who hits well, who hits great irons and makes some putts hoagie last year. That type will win. That's why I like Streelman. Certainly uh, not a renowned putter, but that's somewhat neutralized here. So, And lastly, some players refuse playing with Bill Murray. The more you know. That's true. That's true. Heard that from a pro. Some players just refuse to play with him. He's not maybe as fun as he puts out to be. So I looked at briefly the stats. Uh, Highest-owned Projected obviously going to be the Fitz's, I think that he will be the highest owned. Hovland, Speeth, Hoagie. Fitzpatrick just fits any course, but he, you know, I think he could do well this week. Um, but the usual suspects Fitzpatrick, Hovland, McNeely, Speeth. In terms of value, will I go back to Will Gordon? Maybe. People like Stallings, but he'll be highly owned. A lot of Naismith truthers. I like Nick Hardy a lot. He could come in sub-10. Winners got Homa last week. Put that on the record. Said, Homa, you heard it here first. And he won. But if I was going to be some must plays on your team, Streelman and Troy Merritt, I'd like to say McNeely wins. That's pretty chalky, Matt. That's pretty chalky. Let's say Justin Rose wins. You heard it here first. Justin Rose wins. You heard it here first. With a little dab of McNeely, Troy Merritt, and Kevin Strelman lock. Sorry for the same music this week. Oh, who won? I strung it out to the end. I strung it out to the end. I almost forgot that was not intentional. Uh, here's who won the ice maker, but well, you have to listen to find out. The winner of the ice maker. There were six people. I think it's Josh Perry, Joe Yankoski, Mike G, Charlie, Cross. Great dude. Great dudes. Um, I think that was it. Hot soup was a little late, Shannon. He even tweeted out the picture that I used. Good for him. But we randomly selected the names out of the bag, and it came up Mike G. Mike G. in seven one three at Mike G. in seven one three. So, I'll look for your tweet tonight, Mike. Have a